we'll return to the latest installment of the Ross Graper School Special right after a word from this week's sponsor. High fashion. Ooh, hot couture. Ready to wear. Hot cover star. Diva. Pastels? Past tense. Cummerbund? More like been and done. Are you looking to wow at your next formal gathering of intimate peers and or friends and or family? Want to look your best? Let Olga Floppenbottom style you beyond your wildest dreams. You'll dazzle. You'll razzle. You'll be partially cursed. Yes, at Olga Floppenbottom's mobile dress shop, we've got everything for the discerning fashionista. Shoulder pads to broaden your physique. Pearls to garnish your neck area. Ribbons to put in your hair. We have all the latest trends straight out of Galeshire, including a very limited stock of wild boar print to unleash your inner animal. So what are you waiting for? Conjure Olga Floppenbottom's mobile dress shop now. Customization alterations may require additional hexing. No returns, all sales and curses are final. Ooh, hot. We're going to do this like a full on eighties fashion montage. So as you arrive back to your rooms and you get ready for the like the biggest night in the academic calendar as soon to be graduates of Michigan University, Happiness, what are you wearing? She is wearing like a just above the knee sort of pleated frock. It's got like a square neckline. It is made of kind of like a light turquoisey purple shimmery satin it has big poofy sleeves and it has a big poofy skirt which has kind of a pink under slip I guess so kind of the turquoise and then the pink underneath her hair is tied in a sort of a messy bun kind of back combed her makeup is on fleek and she is wearing sparkly high-heeled shoes and she looks fucking amazing awesome Arias. so Arias initially was literally going to walk in take the tuxedo t-shirt off its hanger and put that on but then remember that you know Arias has got a date so they go into their <laughs> wardrobe and some moths fly out or whatever and takes out this incredibly cheap polyester long suit coat and the easiest way I can describe the way this actually looks is it's got like a really high square collar that comes down. It goes all the way down. Like it's got tails that go all the way down. It's got cuffs that go to the end. There's gold like piping, but it's not piping. It's just like a slightly different plasticky fabric. It looks like there's a waistcoat, but it's just part of the same coat. And like there are buttons. There are not button holes. And he just puts that on over his black jeans. <laughs> And puts a puts a lollipop in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie 
has gone for what can only be described as formal riding gear. <laughs> but I think in typical 80s film fashion, I think there should be a bit of a moment for Bonnie slightly. So she's normally in this frumpy, like quasi uniform, like frumpy, sensible skirt, you know, vest. But now she's wearing like beige joggers that are actually quite like nicely form fitting for once. And she's got like, basically, you know, like a top hat and tails. She's got the tails jacket because that's like formal riding gear in this dark navy that's maybe got like some little like, I don't know, diamantes on in a nice little sort of horsey pattern. <laughs> like a little horse rearing up. And then she has done one long braid rather than her two normal messy braids and in fact I think actually she maybe knocks on happiness's door and is like happiness um Roz Roz had said that she was gonna help braid my hair but Roz is in detention so could you maybe help me <laughs> she's gonna be like get in did anyone see you and she's gonna shove her in and then look up and down the corridor to make sure no one's should we put a sock on the door no absolutely god no? Oh, that's a different context. Right, Kate, okay, got it, okay. Yes, yes, um, no, that's, uh, okay. Um, wow, uh, do you, what, mm, do you use any product in your hair? Like, I, um, at all, as in, this is so dry and these ends are the worst. I got, I have some shampoo. Is it two-in-one shampoo conditioner? Uh, no, I got it from the vet. <laughs> if it's good enough in horse form, yeah, it's, it's, it's good enough in human form. <laughs> Alright, um, sit down, sit down, sit down. Uh, I'll do this as quickly as I can. And she's going to do a braid, put a little sort of diamante comb thing that turns into a little tiara on the back. Thank you. Antimus is both very kind of stuffy and boring and very ostentatious in a way that it is just this, as you say, it's his father's formal tuxedo. And it's a bit froofy. There's a sort of a, a periwinkle blue velvet. And it has, at the cuffs, it has white, it has frills. And that, um, I'm not sure what you call it, but, you know, where the shirt is frilled and ruffled down the front. And then, you know, a big gold dicky bow. He was able to get into it, but barely. And so it is uncomfortably bulging the waist there. You know, it's just sort of straining and he feels awful in it. But he's been assured, oh, you know, you look, uh, you, my mummy's little sausage looks amazing. <laughs> you know? As each of you finishes the, the last touches on your outfits, Artemis, there's a knock on your bedroom door. Poopsie. Come in. The door opens and standing there in, it's not not her wedding dress, <laughs> but... You know, she's had it altered over the years and she's had it, you know, dyed and, and whatnot. But it was a very lovely frock and she loves to get it out every now and again. So why not? Why not at the summer solstice? It's buttoned up to the collar. There's ruffles up over her jawline. The sleeves are frilled and, and poofy to kind of match yours. There's a trail on the dress that she never actually had taken off when she had the rest of it altered. She likes the kind of the flow of it at the back. And it has the air of net curtains about it. It might have been a style at some point, but it's certainly not the style now. And the color of it, it's... One large doily. Pretty much, yeah. And... She had it dyed at one stage, but now it's become quite a brown, pink, dusty colour. 
and she's holding uh, Agnes is holding this small square little box uh, in her hands it's gift wrapped and she hands it to you what's this well open it open it you silly little man open open the box open the box and she kind of blushes a little bit Octopus has never been more afraid in his entire life and <laughs> he will reluctantly open the box inside there's a small little clear box and in it there's just a big hyacinth flower uh, with ribbon rolled around it oh oh Archie you you little stud that's that's mummy's favorite flower you oh you shouldn't have (laughs) and she holds out her wrist very expectantly his hands are shaking in revulsion and rage as he picks it up and sort of indelicately kind of plonks it onto her wrist should we go then? And she opens up her arm. Yes, let's. Won't we have tongues wagging, Erky? Huh? Oh, all eyes will be on us. She shimmies out the door, kind of dragging you with her. Aureus, as you give one final scan around the dive that is your bedroom, filled with sun-faded posters, obscure figures from random tomes you read and hoarded and collected still in their boxes with a layer of grease and dust on it you catch your reflection in the mirror and you you see the boom box hanging down from the the elastic band and you just it kind of throws off everything a little bit so you just tuck it into the pocket again again this is to make an effort yeah. this is this is to present yourself as 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 best as possible um before i step out the door can he can he turn to his body pillow <laughs> and <laughs> And say, I'm sorry, you, uh, you get some rest. I'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, <laughs> there, the door. there's a, there's a phrase that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you the concept. <laughs> you said it was okay. <laughs> I, I did. I did. I apologise here. Um, I okay. Is this a bad time to ask if we could have had a short rest? <laughs> you have. You, <laughs> you've all had. You've all had a short rest. On that horrifying image, uh, Arias, you you step out of your room, making your way over to the orchid dormitories where Bonnie, Happiness, and Ra's Great Purse usually. Well, that's what that's where their residence is, and Happiness. And Bonnie, as you're putting the last few little bit of shape to the braid for for Bonnie happiness, there's a knock on your door, and outside it, you just hear a happiness. I swear, if you 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 better have had a sock. If you if you if I go in there <laughs> and the door opens, standing there looking like a bedraggled mess, you see Roz Grapers. Oh, I am exhausted oh my god Roz come in come in quick come in we need to get ready for the ball how how was detention not too bad I told you to hide stay in the corner oh sorry Roz I'm gonna leave now like you're gonna leave me like this I'm sorry do you do you want my help this time because last time you said if I come near you again you'll hurt me in the face so that was I was I was asleep and you were putting a full face of makeup on me. So you looked terrible. I was trying to help. I would appreciate your help. Oh, is that 
Bonnie? Yes. Bonnie's just like looking between both of you as you're arguing as well, just silently like... Uh. Well, you look majestic. Oh, thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <clears throat> happiness helped braid my hair. I think happiness, I think you should help, Roz, because you help me. Yeah, give me the, give me the, give me the works here, happiness. I want to look like a million gold pieces. I can help as well if you'd like. I have experience braiding. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in that. <laughs> okay, uh, firstly, you have not once commented on how I look. Oh, I mean, that's a given happiness. Like, you always look amazing. It's true. It's true. Okay, let's get started. And she will start just pulling out dresses, trying everything on, doing her makeup. I'm like passing you like hairbrush if you're like hairbrush. Uh, okay, hair yes. tie. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mascara. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah. one is. Okay. Yeah, there's this there's this whole operation. Roz is pulled out of the clothes that she's wearing and then shoved onto a chair wrapped in a towel as happiness. You go to work on her hair. Bonnie, you're applying what you think is moisturizer or something to her face. It, it's very expensive and it was on happiness desk. Okay. So it's probably good for you. With the kind of a spin of the chair, Roz has a full face of white cream. covers <laughs> her. No, I could see. No, I knew. I'll leave it in only because of, for continuity. Leave the cucumber uh, in. But, uh, <laughs> yes. But again, in that stereotypical kind of relaxed at the spa and Bonnie, as you kind of go to, to like take a cucumber away uh, your hand is snapped by happiness who is holding a curling tongs and a very very painful looking hairbrush she shoves the curling tongs into your hands and the both of you starts teasing and back combing Roz's hair careful of the pink spiral that you have retouched up to give it that extra kind of glow there's a blast of fabric happiness as you start ripping through your wardrobe to find something a that'll fit Roz and b will sit on Roz, as in will make Roz look, you know, the clothes won't wear her, she'll wear the clothes. There's a whole ream of outfits that she goes through. There's Valley Girl, a Druid, which is kind of a, just a crop top uh, and some really, really spangly hot pants. And Roz kind of looks at it kind of quizzically. Well, you don't like some of the girls in my class. Next. <laughs> and uh, it, it kind of flips <laughs> over... <laughs> and the next one is this kind of dark, brooding, long, very sort of bohemian goth chic with webbed gloves and fishnet tights. And her makeup is a little bit more dark and a little bit more severe. Mm, too angry. No, no, too angry. Next. And again, there's a flurry of fabric until eventually you find. How did that get in there? That. You've you've never worn a caftan in your life, happiness. It, oh, it must it must have got mixed in with Roz's laundry that one time she was, you know, that you banged into each other in the corridor. And it's this very soft, delicate, shimmery white caftan that just hugs her everywhere. It gives enough there's enough room to the imagination as she kind of lifts her hands up and the sleeves kind of go with her. She sits into this very comfortably. Roz Graypurse has found her trademark style. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'll take 15 of these in every color. You look like an angel. <laughs> <laughs> I do look like an angel, don't I? Don't I, happiness? Uh, quick question. Does she look better than me? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> Okay, you look amazing. Oh my god, so good. I am a genius. I mean, it wasn't the easiest canvas to work with, but we did it. We did it together. She's talking about you, Bonnie. The three of you are all standing there, kind of all looking into the floor-linked mirrors that Happiness had fixed onto the walls when she first moved into the dormitory. And the three of you all look hot AF. Girls about town. Girls going to own the town. <laughs> hashtag girl boss. Hashtag girls night out. Hashtag besties. Hashtag we run the world. Uh, hashtag besties. Yeah. <laughs> Clutch purses, bags and accessories in tow. The three of you head out. And just as ye emerge of the corridor down into the lobby, you find Arreus kind of standing there a little awkwardly. And outside in the courtyard that leads to the main buildings at Mistian University, you see a backlog of carriages and people flocking towards the Grand Hall in Misty University. Arias, you see Bonnie uh, in all her formal riding gear glory. I think he wanted to try to be really cool about it. Like, he wanted to be, like, leant against the wall and turn with a smolder. What happens is he sort of is leaning, he turns, he breathes weirdly, kind of splutters. <laughs> <clears throat> you, um, do, you, do you need a cough sweet? I have one in my bag No, I'm, I'm fine <laughs> he, puts, he puts the like remnants of the lolly back in his mouth you, um, You've not worn those before No, they're, they're formal riding gear They're only for special occasions You look very nice as well he goes bright red. <laughs> Bonnie is absolutely like flat face. She's not picking up on it. She's like, yes, yeah, they're for formal occasions. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's gone bright red, <laughs> and like, and like his hands just like blink. There's just like two flashes of light that appear in his hands for a second, <laughs> as he just casts the light cantrip, <laughs> just like involuntarily. <laughs> Okay, I, I clearly missed something in detention. Uh, oh, hey, Ross, you look very good. That's a caftan. Yeah, I know, and... Uh, <laughs> oh, you did miss a lot, actually, Ros. We should probably tell you in the carriage. Speaking of, and Ros kind of gestures out the glass doors, and a carriage just pulls up. Pulled by invisible horses. And it seems to be one of those self-driving carriages. A couple of people kind of gather around as the door swings open and out steps this rather tall, lanky, sallow-skinned wood elf. A mop of brown curls just sitting off-center, dangling over his fringe and forehead, his left ear with a tiny little piercing in it. He kind of looks around a little uncertain as to where he is. And then his eyes lock with you, Bonnie. And he comes running through the doors. Miss Fradante. You, you made it. I didn't think you were going to come. I did. I would have flown across a thousand skies 
Oh, these must be your, oh, yes. your, your friends that you have written to me yes, about. Yes, yes. Uh, well, they're not all his. One is missing. But we're going to get him back soon. But, uh, yeah, and Bonnie turns to introduce... I can't remember what <laughs> you said his name was going to be. <laughs> I thought she could remember Araya's sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, um, yeah, your name... Mm, so, yeah, here's Happiness and Roz, and here's... Um, this guy. <laughs> here's my friend Moist Mouth. Uh, <laughs> my... The people who who aren't my friends call me Areas. Areas, Bonnie speaks of you quite highly in her letters. You are quite talented with your words and sounds. Oh, I'm I'm glad she's told you how talented I am with my mouth here. Oh, she didn't say specifically your mouth, just that you had a way with words. Oh, I've, friend. I've... I am Sergei Sparrowtail, and he bows and clops his boots together. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. And you, you are clearly Miss Tinderson. And you are kind of... And Roz just steps in. No, no, I'm Roz Graypurse, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yes. Uh, Roz, you have been mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Miss Tenderson, it is so lovely to finally meet your acquaintance. I feel... I feel like, as if I know quite a bit about you from Bonnie's letters. She says that you are great friends. Bonnie's nodding like, yes, obviously. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. She's super offended that he thought Roz was her. Um, <laughs> so uh, she's like, at first she was kind of like, oh, he's kind of cute. And now he is the worst Denter. <laughs> she's going to grab Arias's arm and be like I guess it's just me and you then buddy Arias just like turns so slowly like he looks so gaunt and then like he puts on a smile like it's like and it seems genuine enough but it's more like it's, it's like a it's like a thankful smile <laughs> it's like oh thanks we're good friends yeah, masks on everyone though. Masks oh, yeah, on. Yes. <laughs> Araya smiles and that's his mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, oh no. Bonnie's like, don't worry, Araya. If Sergei could make it, I'm sure your friend will, will arrive soon as well. <laughs> and then puts on her mask. <laughs> Shatter the heart. What's everybody's <laughs> What's everybody's mask? Arreus pulls up a little, like a like a sort of a scarf neckerchiefy thing. He pulls it up over up to his nose, and it's got like just a big demon smile on it. Oh, of <laughs> <course> he does. <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie's is just a plain navy mask with um, silver diamantes to match the detailing on her jacket. Yeah, happiness is like a black lacy sort of very delicate. It's got like a red ribbon that ties it around the back. Or a pink ribbon, sorry, to match your dress. But yeah. Roz kind of like just ham fists hers onto her face. And it's just, it's a mask covered in white feathers that kind of overarch outwards a little bit. Like it kind of looks almost like feathered whiskers uh, over her eyes. Sergei puts his mask on and it it's the opposite to Bonnie's in that his, you, you said yours was navy with silver around it. his is silver with navy instead he holds his arm out to you uh 
we could all take my uh, father's carriage. He loaned it to me for the the weekend. Oh, how generous of him. Yes, that's... <laughs> I link arms with Sergei, but then I, then I also link arms with happiness on the other side. Too much, but okay. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I take my hand away. <laughs> sorry, I got excited. <laughs> I did think we might skip, but okay. I guess not the, not the time. Arais <laughs> languidly extends an arm towards Roz. Roz... I'm so sorry. Roz takes your arm and just wipes her, her nose with it and then just kind of flops it back at you. To the carriage! Uh, and oh. she, yeah, she's now shimmying her way towards the carriage. <laughs> he just looks at the glistening trail of whatever it is. And does nothing. It's cat's not. Cat's not. <laughs> cat's not. The ride over is awkward. Sergei is trying to talk to Bonnie about what her plans are for the summer. He plans on maybe travelling around around Galeshire, that there's a particular double-breasted, hook-tailed dove that he's in particular trying to get details on and wondering if she'd like to maybe accompany him on that study. Roz is kind of like looking at her nails, occasionally leaning into you happiness, kind of go, so Artemis is meeting us there then. Okay, great. Okay. Could uh, could Arias get in on that bird conversation? Yeah, sure. Could he? Could 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 like? Let's just say that Arias talks for like a solid minute to him. <laughs> could he make a wisdom saving throw, please? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh no! What'd you get? No, I'm asking you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, you want? Oh, I was like, oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying can, can... <gasps> you shit. <laughs> what, wait, what have you done? <laughs> That's a that's eleven. Oh, uh, well, the DC was fourteen. He's now frightened oh. of Arias, <gasps> and is unaware that Arias has used this ability. Words of terror. Once per short rest, you can speak to a humanoid for one minute and cause it to be frightened of you or another creature of your choice. So he's afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's afraid of Arias. He's he's afraid of Arias's in-depth knowledge of birds. Bonnie mentioned that they're going to talk about birds, so Arias definitely like went to the bird section of the library on the way out and just overwhelmed him with bird knowledge. <laughs> Grab a couple. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about a very specific bird, but you start spouting random facts about random birds and bird culture, bird law, bird lore, bird law, bird architecture. All uh, he's the entire time his eyes is fixed on the mask and he can't take his eyes well he couldn't take his eyes off it and now he can't lay his eyes on you and Sergei has actually kind of like he's gone very quiet Bonnie he's kind of stopped mid-conversation and he's now looking out the door very like <laughs> eagerly anxiously and a little sweatily oh we don't don't worry Sergei I, I I'll definitely think about what I'm doing for some but I haven't decided yet anyway did you know that horses have 10 different muscles in their ear I I did not. Uh, that, uh, it's a very interesting. Uh, uh, do birds have ears? I can't remember. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've got little holes on the sides of their really? heads. Owls have ones at different angles. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yes. Your friend, your friend, Arius, is, is, is most correct. Um, I didn't know you know, knew so much about birds, Arius. That's so interesting. You and Sergei should definitely talk more this evening. 
No, no, we're fine. We're, we're, we're fine to talk as it is. It's a lovely... And he's now kind of scooting <laughs> you over a little towards Reyes, kind of putting a little bit oh. of a distance between okay. all of you. Bonnie looks a little put out. Well, okay. The carriage comes to... <laughs> the carriage comes to a stop. Well, we're here then. And he opens the door and he jumps out and makes his way. And you, looking out the door, you see that you the carriage has pulled up right outside the entranceway to the Grand Hall. As you see it sort of tower over you, it, it has that sort of almost breathtaking quality, even now, even years after study and walking the courtyards and entering the building, attending classes, going to functions. Even now, as you look up at it, there's something hallowed about these walls and the space within. And just as Sergei looks back a little frightened uh, and eager, you just hear objection. And the mist dissipates. The crowd are aghast again. And Woodolf stands up, a mop of curls now kind of pulled back up into a high knot a wisp of a very clean cut and edged facial hair, like into a very pointed kind of beard, hands full of rings. He's wearing an an open white linen shirt with just dangling necklaces on it. And there's clearly the the markings of what looks like branches and little birds sitting down on them tattooed onto his skin. And these witch hazily brown eyes just stare up at all of you and, Bonnie, you whip your head back in the courtroom and you see a much older looking Sergei Sparrowtail. Sergei, I haven't seen you in years. You stopped writing. I thought you stopped writing to me. I, I, I thought it was just a, you know, I thought when, you, when we couldn't end up making our summer plans coincide, you didn't want to see me anymore. Did you not... See in the memory, your little friend there, that snake, Arreus. I had my suspicions, but you, sir, just confirmed them. Older Bonnie is, yeah, going to look at older Arius like, I can't believe you did that. I thought he was just nervous to meet new people. I was nervous to meet new people, but I was not a frightened of you. Seemed like you were, you little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And that, it's like, it's very loud. It like rumbles throughout the room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There is a, oh, (laughs) from the crowd. Archmage Fausti is also like, oh, damn. (laughs) He's literally, Mr. Sparrowtail, if you're, if you're not going to recall the memory as it is and are merely pointing out a fact your objection is overruled. Continue. Arias then says, he doesn't even go here. <laughs> it had to be said at some point in the special. <laughs> it did. As you're all kind of milling about, there is a bit of a kerfuffle and you can kind of hear snickering and whispering coming from the crowd outside. Everyone turns to see a cart drawn by a very old mule. The license plate on the side of it is kind of half hanging off in desperate need of several of its wheels to be replaced and a paint job. But set atop 
you see Arctimus and Agnes Shufflebottom in all their finery. <laughs> Arky! And Roz is gesturing. Arctimus instinctively turns to the rest of them. He has made his own mask. It is just a gilded iron mask, just sort of features that has eye holes, but otherwise he doesn't want to draw any immediate attention to them because the lie has thus far worked that he was kind of solo in the in the secret room <laughs> believe the lie trust the lie bonnie does the like the tiniest of a little tiny wave just like hello but then it's like no he looks at them and then sort of like looks away as if he hasn't noticed them but as he's looking away he is going to do his best he's going to behind his mask, subtly cast Mage Hand, and a Mage Hand will appear 30 feet away from him, waving at them, and is like pointing towards the ballroom. <laughs> like, And he's like, <clears throat> and he gets off with his... I was about to say he gets off with his mother. Yeah. So Arctimus gets off with his mother, Called it. and they, he starts heading towards, towards the, uh, the entrance. You see Arctimus leading his mother in, and Agnes is wearing a very, very creepy-looking baby doll mask. Aww. Like it's just kind of a little. It's just, it's just, it's just abnormal. There's no other words for it. Like it has the little kind of painted on little cheeks on the side of it, and like wispy little Lila. It's just not normal. But she's leading Arctimus in, or rather, he's leading her in, and the entire time she's giving all of you, the the five of you that have gathered there, Aureus. Bonnie, Happiness, Roz, and Sergei stink eye. Like she's just, like she's glaring at the five of you. And she heads in. A moment or two later, you all maneuver into the Great Hall. And it is every bit as spectacular as it has been the last couple of years that you've attended. But now, as fourth years, it's that sort of that rite of passage for you. You see that dangling from the ceiling or suspended halfway up the up the ceiling and, and, and the walls are just these glowing orbs of light that shift into different colours, kind of cascading a rainbow style effect throughout the hall. There are throngs of people sitting around round tables that have kind of a shimmery linen cloth over them with jugs of many many different types of liquid, plates of food there's a long buffet style table but what catches all of your eyes is the the centerpiece in the dance floor. A large life-size ice sculpture of three centaurs running. The ice, it's animated. It is running as if running through snowfields. These perfectly chiseled what is Roz's expression right now <laughs> oh Roz is Roz has a pen out and she's <laughs> writing <laughs> I'm like leaning over and being like you should try change those words just... <laughs> frothing got it underlined <laughs> Roz kind of looks at the, the graffiti I'm gonna I'll, I'll be right back uh, and just kind of uh, powder my nose and, and Roz just kind of like looks at the group of you and she 
bolts for the bathroom. <laughs> you can assume whatever you want to assume. That's all you're getting. Arias shuts off his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sergey kind of just kind of like takes your hand, Bonnie. Can I get you a refreshment? Oh, yes, please. Um, a soft drink for me, please. I haven't had any dinner yet. Of course. And he kisses uh, your hand. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you are welcome. And he heads towards the refreshment, uh, the table uh, with all the refreshments on it. <laughs> <laughs> As he heads off, Arais is just going to sidle up <laughs> to Bonnie. Not close enough that she would like necessarily see him, <laughs> but he's just going to be there. <laughs> and he just watches Sergei leave. <laughs> Oh, he's so nice, isn't he? He's so polite. Anyway, <laughs> are we going to dance? What, what What should we do? Oh, we should probably also still think about that other half of that book, but this is very exciting. Oh, yeah, the book. Where's, where's Artemis? <laughs> Happiness, are you standing with us or are you going to stand six feet away as usual? Happiness is already on the other side of the room. Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Casting haste on us. <laughs> Bonnie, you say this. <laughs> you say this to nothing. That she's not even there. And as you look over the dance floor, happiness is already skirted across the dance floor and it weaving in between the couples and groups that are dancing. Happiness, as you do, give me a perception check. Uh, that's a four. You see nothing. Uh, no, it's no you. There's something, there's something off with the, the centaur, ice sculptures. Look a bit weird. But, over on the other side of the room, you see the heather birds. And they're staring at you in disbelief. She's gonna be doing her best eighties dance. Like, just full-on hips and arms flailing everywhere. <laughs> Says the 80s. <laughs> Since you're busting out the moves, and I'm afraid, audience, you can't see this, but moves were busted out. <laughs> Give me a performance roll with advantage. That's a 12, and that's a 21. You go from, like, a little shimmy, and, like, your finger kind of clicking into a full-on voga, which is a new dance. It's a... Uh, the god of dance brought this down onto the material plane and it's quite, quite difficult to pick up, but your happiness and that this sort of stuff, the cool trending things, you, you, you pick them up in your sleep and you full on start voguing in the middle of the, the dance floor and all eyes are on you. And Artemis, you feel your sleeve tugged very aggressively. See that now? Holy show of herself now she's making herself a holy show, Archie. <laughs> this is why I don't want you hanging out with them. And now people are literally clicking their fingers and clapping and hollering uh, for happiness, Cinderson. The Heatherbirds. Heather Lockspear looks enraged. Can I try cast Charm Person on Heather Lockspear? Yeah. Okay, Wisdom Save the 12. So, I mean, unlikely, but we'll see. Well, I, mean, I rolled a three, so unless she has a plus nine to wisdom save. No, she doesn't. She's a plus one, so that's four. <laughs> and I never swapped out the dice, so that's on me. 
Oh my god, happiness. You've got moves, girl. Heather just kind of comes out onto the dance floor, kind of giving you what's clearly a mom shuffle. <laughs> like it's just a little bit of a hips or a barely kind of going and there's a little bit of a shoulder action. She gives a bit of a dip. She's followed by Hillary, Hallie and Harold. All of them are wearing shimmering pink dresses, all in various different styles. Heather's is one shoulder sort of wrap with huge kind of a little bit like yours, but more of a shoulder pad than a, a puff. Hallie is wearing this long sort of mermaid style sort of skirt with a lot of fringe at the end of it. Hillary is Hillary is wearing this sort of big billowing Kate Bush-esque type gown. And Harold is standing there in a very straight laced neon pink suit with uh, cream ruffles uh, and his hair sort of slicked over to one side and they all kind of follow out suit and they all kind of start doing a similar dance to Heather. Worse than what Heather is doing, but she sidled up to you. So, who are you here with? I am here with my dance moves, clearly. Where are yours? Let's go, Harold. And she's going to grab him (sighs) by the arm and try lead him into a a dance-off. Okay, she's kind of like, ah, oh, rudeness. And she kind of gives you kind of a smile as you say this. because You're just playing with her because you're friends now. And you take Harold by the arm and you yank him forward. I, uh, it's really nice to see you, happiness. Uh, we're all really sorry about earlier on. And he's now kind of doing like a really bad robot. And she's pulling at the best moves and just spinning. And every now and again, we'll be like, so where's the rest of the book? Well, I, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, about happiness. What book? And his eyes fall on the, the centaur sculpture. Just there in the hind legs and buttocks of the middle centaur. Frozen. You see the second half of the book. You're such a good boy. Thank you. And she's going to shake his hand, but give a slight just hint of burning hands, like just like a little spark. He kind of pulls his hand away, kind of in, in, in kind of surprise and pain. And very, he was nervous as it was. And now he's nervous and frightened. And he runs off to the bathroom. And you see that Hillary, Hallie and Heather are like, they kind of rush past you. Is, that, is everything like Heather... Is everything okay? Happiness? Is Harold okay? He was clearly upset. Like, you, you, you trashed him, like, with your gnarly dance moves. Um, yeah. Do you want to go? We should probably check on... We should probably check on Harold. You know, he's a Heather after all. We stick together. Oh. This is true. We so do. Um, you go. I'll follow you in. I just want to make sure I can get him a drink because I feel like that would help him. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I bring that in, I'm like, calm his nerves a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, you're such a good friend. I am such a good friend. Hillary and Hallie are looking at each other, kind of going, what? And Heather runs off to the bathroom after Harold, and Hallie and Hillary both give you a bit of a an eye and follow after Heather. And when she sees the eye, she'll just do a shoo-shoo. Oh my God. And they run. Is it the same bathroom that Roz went to? Yes. Speaking of, I think Octopus has been scanning, looking for Roz. 
Okay. All of this kind of happens in, in, in one kind of go. Artemis, you're desperately trying to shake your, your mother. Sergei has come back with uh, two cups of a summer fruit punch. And she kind of gives you one, Bonnie. And uh, happiness, I, I assume you're coming over to the, to the refreshment area as well. Yeah, the, the group are all there. And Artemis, you've, in trying to give your mom the slip, you've managed to kind of stumble into the group. <sighs> How are you doing, Artemis? Dying inside, slowly. Sorry we couldn't get you earlier. Bonnie, I'll give you all my inheritance <laughs> if you kill me now. Just turn into a horse and, and I, um, again, I'm requesting that you trample me. <laughs> We've been through this a lot Stomp of times. Stomp on my head. That's, that's not allowed, but I could provide a distraction of some sort if you wanted. Oh, I think I've slipped away. I, I, I don't know if I want to stay here much longer. I'd much rather get this thing off. Did, 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 you, did you find anything in the room? The book is in the butt. All right? The book is in the butt. You got the... You put what? the book in... Whose? The rest of the, the thesis is in the ice butt. And she points over it. <gasps> that is not how a horse's butt works. <laughs> well, where's the first half of it? Did, did you oh, get the other... Oh, we have that. We have that. Oh, oh. I did a very cool thing and we got it. Oh, was there some sort of mechanism hidden behind the wall? What? What? Behind the wall? The the, the 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 tapestry. I I I bumped something and the wall felt like it was going to give way. No, I solved it. The best way to solve anything, which is with cheerleading. Oh, well, we've, we've got them. Where's Ross? It was Ross? really cool. You you missed possibly the coolest moment of well, our yeah, lives. I was really looking at you crying, to be honest. Well, who's crying? Where's Ross? Ro- Ross has gone to the bathroom. Arias's eyes are fixed on Sergei. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Sergei is standing off to the side, like he's trying to use Bonnie as a. Yeah, I think Artemis sort of realizes. By the way, this is this is Sergei, my friend from abroad. Oh, how much does he know? Do we have to kill him? No, uh, that would be very rude. He knows a little bit. <laughs> Sergei, I turn to Sergei. Sergei, are you trustworthy? Oh, you're real trustworthy, aren't you, Sergei? <laughs> I'm very trustworthy, yes, yes. Great! We're trying to find our friend's book, and half of it's in the horse's butt. But then perhaps you get a veterinarian? I mean, they're made of ice, right? We could just melt it. Oh, and he gestures over at the ice sculpture of the centaurs running in place. Oh, you mean... Oh yeah, no, not a real centaur. No, 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 no. That, no, that's just the magazine that Roz wrote that I sent to you. No, no, no. This is different. Yes, my parents found that uh, magazine. Uh, <laughs> Did they like it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Friends, I'm worried that Roz won't let us um, destroy the beautiful centaurs. Oh my god, I'm not going to let you destroy this night. We'll do it tomorrow. And it'll be half melted by then as well. The book's fine. Look at soggy. I, I feel like we need it today. They might get rid of it tomorrow. Yeah, why is it in the butt in the first place? Well, I, I mean, our, our object permanence as a group is pretty bad. I don't know. I, I'm so <laughs> overwhelmed that somehow this tuxedo is hotter than the suit of armor. You look good without your suit of armor. I look fucking horrendous. But the, the real question is who put it, who put it in the butt in the first place? Why are the he- why did the Hevers have some of it? I don't understand. 
everybody give me perception checks as you're kind of I think at this stage the group are kind of looking around just getting a lay of the land it's a five two happiness you're just looking at yourself 22 uh 17 Arctimus again you're not sure if it's just the the steam the heat in here the the claustrophobic sense that your mother is nearby you're kind of scanning the crowd for Agnes as you are everything else but Aureus and Bonnie, you are both fixed on the centaur's butt. After Happiness kind of pointed it out, you can, you can just see there, it's frozen in this thick block of ice. The ice sculpture is, it's, it's a lot bigger. Like These aren't life-size centaurs. These are bigger than life, uh, than real life centaurs. They're, this is a, a grand spectacle. There's no, there's no guards around. There's a lot of people on the dance floor. Bonnie, as you kind of, you scan the room a little bit, you see, you see something kind of strange coming out of the bathroom. You see Roz. And then another Roz. What? What? I keep watching. They look the same? Give me an investigation check. That is 17. They're identical. Oh no. They're wearing a kaftan. They have their feather mask on. They have the pink streak in their hair. And then you, your eyes dart back at the mask. The feathers are purple. And then, Artemis, there's just a tap on your shoulder. And standing behind you is Roz. Well, well, well hot stuff stuffed into a stuffy suit that looks hot thank you <laughs> i um i couldn't uh, i didn't want to draw any uh, attention to, to um to you all I, I, we just barely managed to get out of a oh you weren't in the room Yes, it was safer for me to ignore you. Did you see my mage hand waving? You look nice. Oh, thanks. Now, if the next words out of your lips, Arctimus Shuffleballum, aren't Rosalinda Graypurse, do you want to dance? I'm going to sucker punch you. Well, Rosalinda Graypurse... <laughs> Our <laughs> armor is back. <laughs> I would be honored to. That yeah, excellent. And she just shoves you towards the dance floor. On seeing them go, can I see what color feathers this Roz has on the mask? This Roz, white feathers. Okay. On her mask. I huddle everyone and I'm like, there's more than one Roz, but I think our Roz has pink, has 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 white ones, and the others, the others are purple. Unless that's what they want us to think. Oh no. I hadn't thought of that. Oh no. Turn to see. The one on the dance floor. The one on the dance floor is currently grabbing Artemis's hands and just kind of like putting them on her buttocks. I mean, that is quite Roz behaviour, so... Um, yeah, Artemis is very... It's, it's very awkward. This is much more public than any of their other dalliances. Yeah, Roz is just shuffling back and, and forth with you. Yeah, it's it's nice to um, do this. Yeah. 
out in the open. Or, or, well, and he sort of touches the mask. <clears throat> this isn't... Um, I had something else picked out, but um, I've gotten stuck with this. It's bulging. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> As Artemis and Rosgrapers take to the, the dance floor and shuffle back and forth to a very fast song like they're completely <laughs> out of rhythm with everything they're they're doing a little slow dance and shuffle back and forth to a hard house dance track and they're getting in everybody's way happiness Arias, and bonnie what are you doing to remove the book from the butt well first i've grabbed everyone and i'm like i've told them about the extra roses and i'm like that seems bad right that seems very bad and could be potentially very confusing. It does seem really bad. Do you think I could, like, distract everyone with my dancing again? I feel like everyone was really into that. And then could you, like, remove the butt or the book from the butt? I feel like I have all the talents here. Like, I need to be the distraction and I can also, like, melt the ice. Like, what can, what can you guys do? I, I could distract people. Okay. Right. I could also distract people. I could turn into a horse. A bit much. I'm just... I'm I'm just thinking about what I can do. I've been working on some poetry recently. Oh, my gods, no. Alternatively, <laughs> I could... I could just break the ice and be very funny about it. Oh, God. Um... I, happiness, I like your idea of dancing. You could dance. Or as you could... St- steal it and i could turn into a horse and be in the place of the centaur so no one notices for a bit and then if the other roses come by i'll just kick them in the face okay stop 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 and then i get to be a horse all evening it'd be great no 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 you already look weird in your riding gear um okay um i think you look lovely Bonnie. thank you sir. i mean you look great it's just it doesn't it, it doesn't match okay i'm gonna give you my dagger and i am going to light it with my green flame blade okay you're going to be subtle with that and i am going to dance my butt off so that nobody notices when you cut the book out of the butt i turn to oris and i'm like how sneaky are you would you say you're sneakier than me <laughs> if someone wants to measure it numerically how sneaky would you say you are <laughs> maybe three sneaky great that's more than me. Okay. Uh, I hand you the knife and then I'm... My hands my hands are sneakier than my body. I'm sorry that I said that. <laughs> I don't know that what way. that means and I don't want to know. I hand you the knife and I go, stand still for a second. Um, and I say, how about I cast invisibility on you? Then no one will see you. I already feel invisible. Oh, that's sad. And <laughs> I turn you invisible. <laughs> This is not a this this Arias is not having a good day. <laughs> no, this is not a good summer solstice for our friend Arias. Um this would explain why he's <laughs> it's such a weirdo later on in life. <laughs> this one night. Arias, you are like a, a dagger that is on fire with this wisping almost eldritch green flame in your hand is just shoved into your into your hands 
And at that exact moment, you blink invisible as Bonnie casts invisibility on you and Sergei suddenly feels a little bit more confident now that he can't Importantly, also, anything the target is wearing or carrying is also invisible. Anyone listening out would probably recognize the very particular cadence of Aureus's slippers against the floor. See, he's got the slippers of spider climbing. So he'll probably just like... Just up to the centaur and just like... Start... Well, he's he's probably going to just like start digging away at it. Okay, give me a, a, an attack roll. Sure. Can I have an advantage because my target can't see me? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Yes. That was. I'm, I'm joking, of course. I'm just being silly. I'm having a silly fun time. Happiness. Give me a performance roll for your distraction, and Bonnie, as you as you. Because it's your magic, you you you've a sense. I want to slowly dance over towards the centaurs as well. Just okay, to, you know, you're yeah, you're 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 keep an eye. Yeah, it, well, it's more of a what, what, what's that um what's that thing that the horses do? It's like the little kind of performance. Thing. A little yes, a little, yes, yes, a little dressage. Yes, <laughs> you're doing a full on little. Yeah, you've made dressage into it, like mm-hmm. a dance move, and you're doing your own kind of little version of it on the dance floor. Come on, Sergey, uh, let's go. Sergey follows, and he's kind of like flapping his arms like a bird. <laughs> so he's like, oh. Okay, I am having a very cool time. Yeah, this is great. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and he, he follows over. What you got in your performance roll? Ah, uh, that's a 12. Okay. The eyes are on you. The moves are solid, but it's it's people are kind of drawn to the the the, the weirdo couple in the middle of the dance floor clopping and flapping. No, no, I'm talking about Artemis and Rosgrapers. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 Like, a lot of people are like, oh, God, I, ooh, those two. Oh, maybe there's hope for the rest of us. How'd you get on your attack roll, Arius? Yeah, it's an 11. Yeah, you you start just jabbing at the horse's butt with the, the dagger. You're, you're, He's you're, imagining it's Sergei. <laughs> <laughs> The horse's butt is Sergei, and you are just stabbing away with the green flame blade dagger. Um, from where you are, you can see Roz towards the back of the Great Hall, and she's running out of the building with, like, she seems to be heading out, like, a back door with, like, a load of stuff under her arms. She's just... Wait, that no, that can't be, though, because she's there's another version of... Roz is over there, and she's she's defacing a, a tapestry. What? Aureus is is gonna send out a brain signal, probably to. He's gonna assess the situation badly. He's upset with Bonnie. He doesn't want to talk to Bonnie, <laughs> so he's gonna send it out to Happiness and say, "Hey, there's uh, a lot of Rosses running around and causing mayhem. One's destroying a tapestry. One's just run out of the hall with a lot of stuff in their arms." <laughs> and you also hear like, "Stupid son, stupid son." I will immediately lose my invisibility. Oh, because you can't cast a spell. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you... Uh, you I've suddenly... already attacked the horse, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, you actually, have. yeah it's all, you've already mangled the, the, the horse's rump. And, Happiness, you get this message in your, in your head. Just as you manage to tear away and bash more of the ice, the first... A good chunk of the book has come, come free from the centaur's frozen butt prison... You you start to kind of like wedge it back and forth a little bit, and 
there on the dance floor, Artemis, Roz is kind of swaying back and forth to you and she's kind of nuzzling in uh, her head into your shoulder a little bit. There's a... something I wanted to tell you, Artemis, for quite some time now. <sighs> me... Me too. You go first, then. Uh... I love you. Uh, Roz's eyes go white. And at that moment, Arreus, you just rip the book. You like you break the rest of the heart, the centaur's ass off. Uh, it falls <laughs> over with a hard thud. And a few people that are around kind of look up at you and are like, hey, what are you, what are you, what are you doing with the centaur's? What the hell? Hey, isn't that isn't that the guy from the library? <laughs> he, he very quietly, only to those nearby, says, "I thought it would break the ice." <laughs> they take, um, they take, yeah, they take three psychic damage out of a d10 for that awful, awful. <laughs> they all fall to ground like they all have they all have little nosebleeds. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was terrible. The clutching the second half of the thesis in your hands. Your eyes are kind of drawn back to the the dance floor. As you see the scene in front of you, you see you see Bonnie and Sergey, and they're doing this really weird kind of dance. And Sergey sees you, and then immediately when he does, he just kind of like uh, like a look of fright falls on his face, and he kind of makes an excuse to, uh, 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 "Oh, uh, Bonnie, I have to. Uh, I think I have to go now." Uh, oh, so soon. <laughs> I'll write to you. I'll write to you again. I'll write to you. Uh, oh. I, I promise. And his eyes lock with you, Arias, and he runs. Oh, maybe he didn't like my gassage. Oh. Oh, Arias feels bad. A group of people, happiness, are like surrounding you, kind of doing the same kind of dance move. They're like kind of copying you. You kind of have an earshot on all of this, like on the Arctimus and Roz thing. You're not dancing next to them, but you can... They're eavesdropping. You point blankly heard Arctimus declaring his love for Roz. Roz leans in ever so close to your ears, Arctimus. Why would I ever love a mama's boy? <gasps> and she pulls back. And she just turns away from the dance floor and walks off. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Again, no performance <laughs> check needed for the single tear. <laughs> Can I cast cure wounds on myself? There's a on a speaker system that's playing out towards the the hall. There's a, a kind of a tapping, and you just hear um, Artemis Shufflebottom. Please make your way to the dance floor for the mother and son summer solstice. Shuffle down. And then this weird sort of like upbeat, happy salsa type music starts playing and Agnes comes like shimmying the muffle shot, the, the mom shuffle out of the crowd directly towards you. Like full on a big smile painted on her face. Octomus turns and he runs out of the great hall. Agnes is just, she's now clicking her fingers a little bit and just doing this little awkward mom dance 
he gets a he gets a he gets a little overheated in these situations. I'll uh, I'll go check on him. As you all watch Agnes chase out of the Great Hall after her son Arctimus, Roz disappearing into the crowd. Arreus, you hear your name called out and looking down the other side of the centaur's butt, standing there off to one side, you see Archmage Fausti and Professor Vess. Arreus, Samar, why are you making a horse's ass out of yourself at one of the biggest nights in the university's calendar? Arreus like looks terrified for a second and then relaxes and says <clears throat> there are three people pretending to be Ross and they're doing bad things around the hall. They put a book in the horse's ass and I'm trying to make it out. Professor Vess holds her hand up to you. Give it to me. No. And just runs. <laughs> 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 Give me a wisdom saving throw please, Arreus. And you're looking to be at a 16. Cross fingies, cross fingies, cross fingies. That is a three. You whisper a, a no. Uh, <laughs> and as you run, Professor Vest rolls her eyes, holds a hand out, and closes her hand as she casts hold person on you. She walks over and she's wearing this body sculpted black dress that just hangs on every curve there's barely room for her to move it clings to every muscle and fiber of her being she reaches for the book from your hands what it what even is this and and she flicks her hand a little bit and gives you the ability to speak it's something ros wrote the heathers took it and did shit to it stuff to it the, sorry professor <clears throat> the heatherbirds took something of Roz's and froze it inside a centaur's sculpture. Yes. I think you've had maybe one too many nights in the library, Arreus. Archmage Fausti's in quite the state you've left the ice sculpture in. It is one of his favourite centrepieces. Centaur pieces, if you will. That's, that's very funny. Where's the... And she holds it up now. Where's the rest of the book? I saw someone running out the back of the hall with it. Give me a deception check. Sure. Come on, dice. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Nope. You're going to be 15. Ah, uh, well, it's a 10. I just can't lie to teachers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where are Miss Fredant and Miss Tinderson? And now a small crowd of people are <laughs> she's just boogieing on the dance floor. <laughs> small crowd of people are coming together, Gal- what, ga- ga- gathering around Arias. Yeah, and Professor Vest. They're they're all kind of like all, all eyes are now fixed on the because Archmage Fausti is actually staring up wide eyed at the broken centaur ice sculpture, very upset. And another professor is kind of like trying to like comfort him a small bit. Professor Vest just holds a hand up to her her throat, and her voice booms across the great hall. DJ. Professor DJ, would you please stop playing that music? <laughs> would Miss Tinderson and Miss Verdant please make themselves known? Sure, here. Hello. <laughs> I don't quite care for whatever shenanigans you are all up to this evening. It is 
It is almost the end of semester. Miss Verdant, Miss Tinderson, where is the other half of this book? And don't... <laughs> and she kind of smiled a little bit. Don't lie to me. Well, it's not here. I would like to charm person. <laughs> <laughs> I do have other spells. They just haven't come in very useful. <laughs> Uh, that's a charisma or wisdom saving, sorry. Uh, wisdom at 12. Okay, so it's a plus three for her wisdom save. That's a dirty 20. I would like to use silvery barbs, which has only a verbal component. Okay. I really wish I'd left your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> and, Go for and, it. and the verbal component is, he's just so, <laughs> he's, he's just going to say, let me go. Uh, okay, and she has to roll again. Yeah, so re-roll d20 and use, use the lower roll. That's a 13. Fuck. And the creature I choose to have advantage is... It's got to be Bonnie. I would also like to cast a spell. Okay. <laughs> Shall we just cast a spell yeah. to Professor Red? No, no, not at her. I say, <laughs> I don't know why you've called us over, Professor. The centaur isn't broken because I've cast Shape Water um, and I have... Uh, refrozen the water around the centaur so that it looks like it's fixed. Archmage Fausti kind of looks up at the, the, the centaur's rear. It's anatomically correct, of course. It does stick out from the rest of the centaur, which is not so much anatomically correct, but there is now an anatomically correct. He's looking at it, he's like, why... Why exactly didn't the rest of us think about using magic to fix the horse's posterior? And he's just, oh, oh, the, oh, the frivolous, frivolous joy of a summer event. Come on, students, let's boogie. <laughs> and he, he, he's kind of shimmering a group of other kind of students and a few of the professors that are, he's paying no heed or attention to what Vess is doing with the rest <laughs> of you. Miss Verdant, you are about to graduate at the top of your class. Yes. I would hate to mark you down. I mean, how would you mark me down, Professor Vess? You're not my professor. Oh. Well, we all have to authenticate each other's work over the summer, Miss Verdanton. I know how much you cherish a perfect score. Maybe your paper will fall on my desk. Are you saying that you would deliberately mark me down even though that's not the actual grade that you would decide to give me if it, you were being honest I would simply go through it with a very fine tooth comb magnifying glass well then you know it would be fine so you'd have to give me top um, marks obviously so there's no problem here professor would I? yeah and can you say the same for Arreus? Or happiness? Oh, I don't know about that. Are you willing to gamble their grades? One final chance, Miss Verdant. He said he got it from the Heather Bird's common room. Right, is just going to blurt that out. Oh. He being... Shufflebottom. But Bonnie looks panicked and just shuts her mouth and looks at Arreus. When this did the boom and she called for happiness and Bonnie. Could Arctimus hear that from outside the door? 
I tell you what, yes, you can. I think hearing Vess's voice, because everything went out, calling them in the middle of the hall, Arctimus has made his way, you know, has been making his way and watching, and what he was going to interject with is, uh, you know, he was going to give a hand over the, the, the rest of the thesis, because fuck Roz, as far as he's concerned right now, but let them off the hook, but he's feeling very betrayed and very hurt, and he's just heard Arreus say, it looks like Arreus was throwing him under the bus, and that none of them actually like him. Me? I took the book. Hands over mouth. Is it? Well, he's like looking between everyone, just like, <laughs> confused, what's going on? The, the Heathers took the book. Why is this a question? And Artemis found the other half of the book when he was in the in the common room. You saw it there, didn't you, Artemis? I don't really know what to think anymore. What I saw, what I th- thought I saw. I actually believe it was my cloying mother who ripped the book in half and sent it away and we all went scurrying after it like fools for that cat well I'm not really quite sure what I thought I was doing chasing after that book you can have it for all I care I'm done. Oh no, we're in the bad timeline. And Professor Vess just holds her hand out to the to the the four of you. She's clutching the second half. Well, I don't know where it is. I wasn't there when they took it, and who else? Who knows what else they were conspiring about when I was gone? Professor Vest. Do you want to give me that half, and then I um, I can get it back to Roz because it's her thesis, and it's all due pretty soon. So I mean, no harm, no foul. You, you can hand the book over, Miss Tinderson, and I will have one of our administrators submit it for Roz Grapers. It is, after all, the deadline. I'm so pleased you said that in front of all of these people. Shit. Mm. <laughs> it's in our door room, dorm room. Um, I, yeah, I can I can get it for you if you can get me a ride back. I'll I'll get it for you no problem. As you go to turn, and <laughs> Artemis, you're standing there scowling at everybody behind you, whimpering. Rather upset is Agnes. She had followed you back in, trying to see what the matter was and overheard. Bonnie, you just see the doors to the bathroom are kicked wide open. Piling through the door, you see... It's Roz, but she's a lot older. And you just hear a booming... Objection. 
And we will leave it there because it is almost midnight and we have been playing for three and a half hours. Um, this is becoming a bloody campaign. <laughs> and that's it for this week's episode. We're back in two weeks for the grand finale of the Roz Grapers After School Special what will become of Roz, Artemis, Arrhaeus, Bonnie and Happiness in the finale? Who knows? Are we in court? Is this prom? It's all its all up in the air. And we have to find out who's behind all this. It's probably Roz. Just, just face it, it's probably Roz. We are D8 Dungeon, a group of Irish tabletop role-playing game enthusiasts who just love getting together and telling stories. Make sure you're following us on social media at D8 Dungeon. You can check out our Patreon, also D8 Dungeon. Uh, we're over on Twitch for regular streams at twitch.tv forward slash d8dungeon. Check out our Discord server. Everything's basically d8dungeon. Just come hang out with some really awesome people online. And keep an eye out next week for a very special episode drop as we are releasing part two and part three of Trick or Tret. That is very hard to say quickly. That's why I said it so slowly. They are out next week for general release. They've been available over the past year to our Patreon and now we're making them available to everybody. We hope you enjoy the misadventures of Ike and Jess as they run amok on the streets of Tezrab at my favourite time of year, Halloween. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.